everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Dave Pash Podcast. I'm your host, ESPN and Arizona Cardinals broadcaster, Dave Pash. We've had a lot of different guests, but mostly lately Cardinal guests with the season right around the corner. And we have a special guest this week, a guy that's been through so much personally and professionally that he's become one of the great stories in the NFL. And that's Cardinals Pro Bowl running back, James Conner. We're going to get into James' story, talk with him about being a cancer survivor. He was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma back in 2015. What it took to come back from that, what inspired him to then write a book about his story, his great 2021 season when he was among the NFL leaders in touchdowns and went to his second Pro Bowl, and whether he can repeat that in 2022. You know, that's like that's a standard. My mentality is um, do what you did last year and then some. We'll also get into his new contract, the running back room, and his relationship with college teammate Aaron Donald, who's obviously one of the best players in the history of the NFL. A lot to talk about with James Conner, and we're going to discuss it all here over the next 30 minutes. We are presented by BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the Arizona Cardinals, and by Gila River Hotels and Casinos. Get ready for football season like never before with BetMGM, an official partner of the Arizona Cardinals. Sign up today using code CARDS1000 and get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 and over, Arizona only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right, time to hear from our guest this week, Pro Bowl running back for the Arizona Cardinals, James Conner. Well, James, you have such an incredible story, personally, professionally, and I want to get into all that, but let's start first with football. You signed a contract in the offseason to stay here for multiple years. First of all, what did it mean to you to get that contract after coming here last year for the one-year deal, and why did you want to stay here with the Cardinals? Um, it, it meant a lot to, to come back and you know get locked in for three more years. Uh, I just wanted to continue to build on what I did last year and uh, kind of feel like what I had started. You know, when I came here last year, I just feel like I had a fresh start, you know, felt brand new, like I said. And so I just wanted to continue to build on that. And so it meant a lot just to have a team believe in you, you know, believe in your talents and, and the person you are. And so, um, yeah, and then just I feel like this organization has everything we need to be successful. You know, everybody in the building, uh, everybody's on the same page and we're just – you know, working day in and day out just to, to build something special here and I just want to be a part of it. So, yeah, it's just uh, nice to have that people believe in you. Obviously, you had played in other cities, so it's not like you only played in Pennsylvania, but you were in Pennsylvania for your life. So, and my wife, she spent a lot of her uh, childhood in Lower Borough, so very familiar with the Pittsburgh area. And I know you were born in Erie, which is north of Pittsburgh, but living here and being in the desert, mm-hmm. how different is it for you? Uh, yeah, it's a lot different. Just the the scenes, the views, all that, the mountains, the humid, uh, the heat, not the yeah, humidity, no humidity. Just the, the dry heat. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot different. But um, I think I needed it for my growth as a person. You know, just uh, to come out here, come across the country, uh, be on my own, and just uh, just focus straight on football and uh, just have new surroundings and all that. So I just felt like it was it was something needed for my growth as a person. And so yeah, obviously the desert is a lot different than Pennsylvania. Um, but I feel like I adapted well. I, I got embraced, and I'm uh, still rolling with it. And you know, it's, it's been nothing but love ever since. And you're a big family guy, right? So Absolutely. So w- was it hard for you to be that far away? Uh, uh, at times it was. But, um, you know, it was, I just came out here, you know, strictly business, you know. And uh, 
and I just wanted to see it. I loved, I love to travel, even though I'm, I'm huge on family. I, I still love to travel and experience and see different things around the world. So um, for me to come out here was, it was totally different. And um, now it gives my family opportunity, you know, to come to games and, and to travel and for them to experience something new and see new scenes and, and the mountains and go for a hike, you know, and just, just try new things. So uh, it, w it was needed for my growth. You had such an incredible year. How much of – because, look, you had been to the Pro Bowl before. In 2018, you had 55 catches. I know everybody talked a lot about your receiving last year, but it's not like you hadn't proven yourself as a receiver. You did mm -hmm. that uh, in 2018. Uh, how much of your mindset last year was, I want to prove to everybody who I am, what kind of player I am, how much of it was, I'm just going to do my thing? Like, How much do you think about that when you're in a contract year – when you're on a new team and people aren't sure what the next step is for you? Um, everything was just based around a work ethic. And uh, I feel like that's all it was. I got some 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 good role models and, and people who, who I can, can come and talk to. And they said, you know, you work hard. Everything is going to take care of yourself. And I feel like I had proved myself even when I was in Pittsburgh. So I, I, I never doubted uh, myself as, you know, as a football player or my talents. I always knew what I was capable of. So – I just wanted to come in and work hard, put my head down and just grind. And I knew that um, if I was, you know, coming in this shape, you know, I always trusted my hands, my, my running ability, my pass protection. And so I kind of was just looking for that opportunity. Um, and and, and the, the Cardinals gave me that opportunity. And so I just wanted to come in and, uh, you know, I was still rehabbing off of a foot injury and everything. So it got tough at times, but I knew that with my work ethic um, – and the talent that I already had, you know, just make the most of my opportunities that I had. I think of a, of a one-handed catch that you made during the season. And, you know, every, did it bother you when people kept saying, oh, man, I didn't know that James Conner had great hands? Because, again, mm -hmm. you had that year a few years ago where you caught, mm -hmm. you know, almost 60 passes. Yeah, that's every year. That's going to continue <laughs> to happen every year. If I make some nice catches this year, people are going to be like, I didn't know he could catch. Like, you know, because not everybody pays attention, you know, but that's the game of football. You know, you have to tr – you have to prove yourself every day, uh, even in practice and especially on game days. You know, they, they judge you on what, you, what you've done for them recently. So, um, you know, even though I caught passes years previous, you know, they, not everybody was paying attention to it. So you just have to come in and prove yourself every day. And I'm still going to try to prove myself even more in the passing game, in the running game, as a football player in general. So, uh, yeah, you just never stop proving yourself in this league. You mentioned to me that there are some other guys that you relied on, guys that you would talk to. Mm -hmm. Who were some of those people in your life, mm -hmm. either outside of football or yeah. other players that you speak with? Uh, my family, for sure. You know, uh, my family definitely, um, they always, you know, whether I want to hear it or not, tell them, telling me what I need to hear um, and just constantly instilling that confidence in me and just knowing what I'm capable of and, Guys from around the league, um, you know, guys like Aaron Donald's guy from from Pitt that I got a chance to play with, and you know, he he talking to me and and just knowing he said, you know, you take care of your football things, everything else will take care of itself and stuff. So um, and that's one of the hardest working guys I know, you know. So I just kind of like following that lead, following that hard work pays off uh, phrase and mentality, and uh, it's been working for me. I remember doing some of your games for ESPN when you and Aaron were both at Pitt. First of all, I think at the time you might have been bigger than Aaron. Well, you're taller than Aaron, Yeah, taller right? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and w you played some defense. You were recruited to play defense there. Right. What what was the most you weighed when you were at Pitt? Uh, the most I weighed, I was 260. I was 260 at Pitt. Uh, that was my sophomore year, 2014. Um, 
you know, I was just, I was happy to be there, man. I was eating everything inside <laughs> on training table and uh, lifting hard, you know, more than I was high school and uh, my body was still just growing, you know. So, yeah, I got up to that. Um, but, yeah, it's been awesome to play alongside him. And uh, yeah, I got recruited for as a defensive end coming out of high school. I went to their prospect camp. They gave me a scholarship to play defensive end. Um, and I was going into my senior year of high school. But then my senior year of high school, that's uh, when I went to uh, running back and then coach Joe Rudolph that was at the University yeah. of Pittsburgh at the time he's at Wisconsin now but uh he gave me a call before training camp and he said when you get here we want to try you out at running back instead of defensive end so that's kind of how that that switched I'm from Madison so I've known Paul Chris forever and Joe mm -hmm. Rudolph's as you mentioned now at Wisconsin uh how involved was Paul too like man we got to get this guy on offense this guy's got ridiculous talent mm -hmm. we can use him yeah. Uh, on offense yeah that whole that whole staff uh they were all just awesome with uh getting me to 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 come to the offensive side of the ball and you know they all they love those big offensive linemen and that power running scheme and uh they just felt I fit for that you know and I, I believe I could fit for that too you know running back was my first love defense kind of just happened late in high school but I've been playing running back since I first started playing football you know so when I was 10 years old sure. so that's what I wanted to do so yeah they were all involved in getting me to you know come on the offensive side did you know being with Aaron Donald when he was that young that he would be this good because it wasn't like the guy was a top five pick and I think mm -hmm. one of the reasons obviously was the quote-unquote measurables right he wasn't 6'5 325 pounds on the inside um, but clearly he's one of the best defensive players ever yes. right did you did you know that when you're around him in college? Um, I seen how he worked in college. I seen flashes of it. You know, there's plays where he, you know, I remember when we were playing versus Duke. You know, he tackled the running back and the quarterback at the same time. And you know, versus Georgia Tech, he took over that game. And and the bowl game versus Bowling Green, he took over. So it's like you knew that he was dominant, um, but you just didn't know, you know, that he was gonna be this good. Like you said, one of the best ever. So if not the best ever, so. Yeah, that just shows you what that work ethic can do, but he definitely showed flashes of it. You'd mentioned earlier in camp that I think you said you were in dog shape. Was that the was that the quote? Yeah. What exactly did you mean by that? Dog shape is just uh, you know, dogs feel like they can just run. They can run all day. You know, it's hard. It's you really you really see dogs get tired. Um, and so um, you know, that's just my mentality is just to not be able, not getting tired out there on that field, be able to go four quarters overtime if needed, and uh, just being able to run all day. What are you weighing right now? Uh, it's, it's fluctuating throughout camp. You know, sometimes I'm going to, but I'm still between 225, 230. And is that what you were most of last year? Yeah, more at times, less at times. Um, you know, I kind of just go off the field, go off how I'm feeling, you know, sure. if, I'm, if I need more or need less. Do you think your role will be the same this year, or do you think now that Chase I – mean, the running back room's pretty deep, and I want to get into that, but Chase Edmonds isn't here, so do you think that your role will be different? This year. Um, I, I feel like uh, similar to, to last year's role, except um, maybe you know more, more, more or less in the running game or passing game. I just uh, want to be available first thing and uh, be able to just make the most of my touches, whether that's in the running game or the passing game. So uh, yeah, my role is just to bring intensity, bring aggression, run hard, be available, um, protect the quarterback, and be you know get open in the passing game. And so that, I feel like that's all my role, especially as a running back. So. Uh, Everything is on the list. Everybody talked last year when you got here about your leadership uh, and just your presence. Are you a vocal guy? Are you somebody that holds others accountable? Do you lead by example? What type of a leader are you? Uh, I feel like well, if you're a leader, you have to have all those you know, qualities. And, um, be vocal when needed. Lead by example when needed. 
pull a, t- pull a guy off to the side one-on-one if it's needed, uh, some everything, but just knowing the time and the place and when to do that and what to say. So I kind of feel like um, I, I have experience in all those categories, so um, it's just when, when it's needed. I'm sure you're probably tired of being a- asked this question because you've probably been asked – by everybody, oh, great numbers last year, 18 touchdowns, 15 rushing. Can you do it again? Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- when you get asked that question, what's your reaction? Uh, you know, I feel like that's a standard. Um, you know, you want to – my mentality is um, do what you did last year and then some. You know, that's how you stay around in this league and, and uh, continue to make plays. So um, the numbers, you know, the 18 touchdowns is awesome, but uh, I want to either match that or, or, or do more, you know, for this upcoming season. And I feel like that will be uh, – um, successful season what do you think about the running back room a lot of people have talked about Eno Benjamin being one of the most improved guys from the end of last season to now what do you see with Eno uh I would agree with that you know definitely improved um and this is one of the most talented running back rooms I've been a part of you know with him Jay Ward Daryl and then all the three rookies you know TJ Ronnie and uh Keontae and so uh, all those guys, man, they're eager to learn. They're listening. They're practicing really hard, which is good to see. That's how you, uh, that's how you do it. You know, you practice hard so the games can be easy. And so, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. These guys are all competing hard um, and all making plays, all very capable, all great pass catchers, run, pass blockers. So I'm excited to see that con- competition to continue to just play out. Is, it, is the running back position in Cliff's offense, is it difficult to learn? I mean – at Pitt, you were in a pro-style offense with Paul and in Pittsburgh with the Steelers. I assume mainly pro-style offense, right? Not as much spread with Roethlisberger as you have here. Is it difficult to learn the terminology uh, in the passing game or in, in terms of protections here, or is it something you were able to pick up on quickly? Uh, I feel like I picked it up pretty quickly. Uh, quickly. I'm, still, I'm still learning it, but uh, I don't feel like it's difficult if you love it, you know, and I, I love the game. And so uh, you have to adapt, you know, if I wanted to, you know, stay around in this league, I had to adapt and, you know, I can't be worried about if uh, offense is difficult to learn or not. I just need to learn it um, or else, you know, I wasn't going to be on the field. Sure. So uh, that's just what it is. Uh, I like Cliff's offense. You know, it's awesome. We have a whole bunch of weapons out there. And so uh, I just got to play my role in it. What do you think the offense will look like? And I know you can't get into specifics, obviously, but. In general, what do you think without D-Hop for those six games, how do you think the offense might look different? How might your role or Zach Ertz's role be different without D-Hop? Uh, I'm not sure how the roles will be different, but uh, I just got to continue to play my best football. I know that, while, especially while, while D-Hop is out for those uh, six games, I'm just going to have to do what I can and uh, to just move the ball on offense, get us touchdowns, and just try to do everything I can to win games. I know – uh, the receivers, you know, they'll be ready. They're coached well. The running backs will be ready. We're coached well. QBs will be ready. They're coached well. So everybody just has to do their job. And then uh, when we get D-Hop back, we just got to keep it rolling. T- tell me something about James Saxon. I know you guys are close, obviously. He was with you in Pittsburgh. He's the running backs coach here with the Cardinals. Uh, what's that relationship like between the two of you in terms of on the field and, you know, off the field too, if you guys are – you know, that close off the field as well. Uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, me and Coach have a great relationship, especially with having history uh, in the past. And, um, man, he just coaches hard. He coaches hard, but that's because he wants the best for us. You know, and he, he he's played the position. He's, he's been in our shoes before. He's been through the grinds of training camp, uh, the grinds of the season. Um, and so he just teaches us what we need to know, uh, and he knows we're capable. You know, so he, he puts no expectations on us except for to play hard and play with effort. And uh, that's all he can ask for. And so um, – 
yeah, I, I just, you know, I'm thankful for coach. You know, we got multiple Pro Bowls together, and we want to we want to add to that. But we also just want to win. You know, he doesn't have no Super Bowls. Or I don't have no Super Bowls. And so uh, we just know that we can control what we can control, and that's what the message he preaches, and for us to just do our job and do our job well. Another guy that has multiple Pro Bowls is Kyler Murray, signed the contract extension. I know Kyler hasn't been around much because, you know, he got COVID, so wasn't around, uh, you know, week two of a training camp, but have you noticed anything in the time you've been around him that's different uh, from last year? Uh, I think his, uh, his his approach to me is always he came to – he always comes to work and he's uh, prepared. So, um, if anything, he's just getting better, you know, and uh, he's already super, super talented. So, um, even, you know, the time when he was there during the OTAs, you know, he's making some great passes and uh, earlier this training camp. And so, uh, he's in shape. You know, and that's the first part of this game is, is, is to be in shape, you know, because fatigue, you can't play your best football if you're fatigued out there. So, um, yeah, uh, he's he, he's getting better. And that's a scary thing just because we know how talented he is. And so when he gets better, um, it's going to be special. You play with one of the biggest quarterbacks in the league to, to now one of the smallest, both mm-hmm. obviously very successful and do it different ways. Uh, how is it when you're playing with a guy that you're taller than, that you're bigger than at that position? Um I really don't think of it much, you know, just because I'm I'm doing my job. But uh man, his his feet are incredible, yeah. you know, and so it's uh I, I like it just because it has to keep the defense honest, you know, especially anytime we are doing any read option right. like like plays and whatnot. And so man, he's capable of extending the play. We seen him Tennessee last year, you know, running all over in the field in the back and, and making something special happen. So uh, you know, it's um uh, it's hard over height you know for him so we don't really pay attention to his size we know he's gonna come to play but it is interesting when you watch like you said in a read option situation and it's the two of you back there you know when you're behind you know if you're in the tailback in the cue position behind Ben Roethlisberger it's Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit easier to hide even if your size (laughs) but it is cool to kind of see the run game how how do you think because I know that's something Cliff has talked about it coach Coolers talked about last year things in the run game weren't as good second half of the season as they were in the first half. Why do you think that is? And what are some differences in the run game that we could maybe see this year? Uh, man, we just have to continue to stay focused and we can't, we got to just continue to stay disciplined and, and, uh, you know, come second half of the season, just keep it rolling. So, um, and we, we're not going to change much. We're just going to change our details and, and, and change our focus level. We have to up our focus and, uh, the run game will be just fine. Look, man, you've got such an incredible story. Uh, and, and I know you probably get asked about it all the time, uh, battling Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer in 2015, coming back to play at Pitt in 2016, and then coming to the NFL, and you're only 27 years old. You just turned 27. You've been in the league for five years. You've already been to two Pro Bowls. So it's, it's remarkable what you've been able to accomplish. But one thing that really stands out to me, James, is just how willing you are to talk about your story and to give back. Can you talk about something that happened this summer when you went back to Pittsburgh – if I'm getting the story correct, it was a nurse of yours mm-hmm. that helped you when you were going through cancer that then you went back to honor yeah. this summer and she was battling cancer. Is that correct? Yeah, she uh, she was. Uh, thankfully, she was able to beat it. Um, but yeah, 2015, when I was battling my uh, my Hodgkin's lymphoma, my nurse, um, she was the one taking care of me and years later you know she ended up getting diagnosed with the same illness and so that just goes to show you know cancer does not discriminate um you know it doesn't matter who it is um you know it's out there and uh so we just and, and I know firsthand what it's like to to deal with that so um for her to 
to to get diagnosed and still treat other patients and whatnot even while she was battling you know the illness herself it just showed true strength and so um my doctor uh dr stanley marks in pittsburgh you know has his has his uh a charity every year where you know we raise money and for research and whatnot and uh, he gives out the James Conner Courage Award and so um uh he was my nurse was actually the one who received the James Conner Courage Award so uh, thankfully the schedules uh aligned up and we had that break in the summer for me to be able to fly back to Pittsburgh and uh see my doctor see all my close friends and present my nurse uh with the award so it was just it was a great night you know it was a emotion filled night um but yeah, that's cancer, man. Uh, it, 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 it's it's terrible, obviously, but it also brings people together and has that community feel to it um, for 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 better. So yeah, that's how it worked out. Did she know you were coming, or was uh, it a surprise? She, she seen me when I first got there, you know. So I didn't like surprise her all on stage and nothing like that. Um, I didn't want to make it too much about me, you sure. know. So I was just there, and um, obviously, you know, her whole family was there. My mother was able to come, and I was able to, you know, give her some flowers and the award on the stage. So it was a special moment. So how long now officially have you been cancer free? Um, 20, since 2015, 2016. So it's been six years. Yeah, for six years going on seven years almost. And you, how often do you get approached to talk either in this kind of a setting or in a charity environment to talk about your story? Um, pretty often I would say, uh, a lot of the times come from like social media, people, uh, reaching out through messages and whatnot, uh, just because, you know, everybody seems like they know somebody who's affected, whether that family member affected by it or a close friend, you know, you know, somebody, so it's pretty often, but, um, it's, it's, uh, it's priceless to, to make somebody's day or to change somebody's perspective or to give somebody hope, you know, you really can't put a price on that. So it's, uh, it's just really special. Even, uh, even if it happens often, you know, it never gets old. And you wrote a book, Fear is a Choice, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. What inspired you to write the book and, you know, how detailed did you get in the book about what you went through? Um, I was inspired uh, just to, to, to give hope, you know, and because a lot of people just like me, when they get diagnosed, they're confused. You know, that's that was my main thing. Uh, I would I would even say I was more confused and scared. Um, and so in the book, I wanted to to settle the confusion with, you know, with the good Lord and let people know that God has a plan for all of us, whether, you know, it seems like why would, you know, people have that, you know, mindset of, of why, why would this happen to me and all this? But, uh, I feel like there's, there's purpose and plan for everything, even the bad or the stuff that we look at as bad. And so I just wanted to give hope to the people and, um, was just trying to be vulnerable, uh, let it all out, given those behind the scenes stories, you know, the dark day stories, um, you know, 12 total treatments, you know, and so like I say in the book, the treatment two was tough, treatment six, treatment 10, you know, um, those were all difficult, but it was just trying to shift my, my perspective on, you know, I'm, I'm getting closer to beat this and, uh, you know, because unfortunately I feel like cancer is not going nowhere, you know, and so we have to continue to research and fight and uh, just give hope to the people. So yeah, those are my two main motives behind it. I know a lot of people that have either are dealing with cancer. I, I worked for three years with Chris Spielman, who was a linebacker uh, at Ohio State and then the NFL and now works for the Detroit Lions. And I was working with Chris the year his wife passed away from cancer. She battled breast cancer for 12 years. And there was always that fear. Eventually, obviously, it, it uh, you know cost her her life. But during that decade, there was always the fear of, is it coming back? Every little thing, there was, okay, well, does this mean it's back? 
do you ever, do you still deal with that? Or is it something because of the type of cancer you had, you feel like, okay, I'm good. Or is it something that's still in the back of your mind you think about? Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't feel it's in the back of my mind. I don't feel like it's coming back. Um, I try early on, you know, when you first beat it that first year or two after you definitely, you know, have those questions and those thoughts, you know, if you get a little cold, you, you know, you cough in or whatnot, or you can't sleep some nights. You're like, you know, you have those questions like, is it coming back? But, um, I'm years removed now. My faith is a lot, lot stronger, you know, and so um, I try not to think about that. You know, I just try to focus only on the good and only on the good. And so, you know, I don't have, I don't, I don't feel like that no more. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm blessed and taken care of. Well, it's been great to see, man. It's uh, you're an incredible story, great inspiration to so many people. Again, just reading the article touched my heart. You going back and giving back to the community, being a part of uh, the ceremony last year, last summer. Mm-hmm with uh, the nurse given what she's going through. How involved are you, lastly, in the community here in Arizona? Is that something because you've only been here a year and because of COVID you really didn't get a chance to do much of? And what do you think that'll be like now that you're here long term? Uh, I haven't gotten involved much since, since being out here. Um, you know, things happened so fast uh, the year before I even got here with uh, being a free agent, um, having off-season surgery and is coming here going right into training camp and right into the season, you know, trying to prove myself and just uh, head down. So I didn't get a chance to do much, but now that I'm here long term, I definitely want to get involved, um, head over to the Arizona Children's Hospital. I know it's pretty big here. It's huge here. Um, So I would love to get over there and connect and just uh, see the kids over there and get some hope over there. Um, And now, you know, home out here this is home now for yeah. me so I feel now I'm able to things are a lot you know easier now uh, off the field you know I feel like I'm settled in so uh now it's time for me to you know get involved out in that community and uh take it to a new level all right man look forward to watching you again this year I know you're gonna have yes. a great season and uh keep it up appreciate Absolutely. the time much appreciate certainly one of the most inspiring young men in sports Cardinals running back James Conner Personally has been through so much, but has embraced being someone that dealt with cancer in college and is now cancer-free and thriving. You can just tell hearing his heart how much cancer awareness is something that he's constantly focusing on and helping others. That's why he wrote uh, his book, Fear is a Choice, Tackling Life's Challenges with Dignity, Faith, and Determination. He talked about wanting to get involved more here in Arizona. And just can't wait to see what James is going to do on a personal level, but obviously also professionally. Had an incredible 2021, 18 touchdowns, 15 rushing, and still the running back room is really good. But without Chase Edmonds and without DeAndre Hopkins the first six games, you wonder, will we see even more of James Conner in the passing game? He had 37 catches last year, and I know that took a lot of people by surprise, but back in 2018, as a member of the Steelers when he went to the Pro Bowl, He had 55 receptions. So he's a guy that's going to be involved in the passing game and is a big part of the Cardinals in 2022. We are presented by BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the Arizona Cardinals, and by Gila River Hotels and Casinos. You can follow us on Twitter, at PashPod. We'd also love to hear what you think about the Dave Pash podcast. So regardless of your podcast platform, rate us, tell us what you think, give us your input. Who'd you like to see maybe as a future guest on the Dave Pash podcast? Obviously, this is a primarily Arizona Cardinals and NFL podcast, but we have had on actors, comedians, basketball players, coaches, broadcasters, and 
we like to keep a diverse group of guests and we'd love to get your thoughts on who you might like to hear from on the Dave Pash podcast. Thanks again to James Conner, Cardinals Pro Bowl running back, and thanks to you for listening to another edition of the Dave Pash podcast.